0: Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and
1: Monica Weekly.
0: Welcome to toe-to-toe podcast. What's up, Jen? Monica! Howdy! How you doing? Good. How have you been? I'm super great. How are you surviving the, um, oh, quarantine real estate I need a life? hug, Monica. I know. I need a hug, too. God. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, whatevs. That's weird. All right. Today, today we are going to duke it out over this subject. Should you as a buyer's agent show houses for backup? Should you show offer show houses that already have a pending contract on it? I just have a feeling we're going to see life differently on this. Smartland, <laughs> tell uh, me. I'll go first. Yeah, please. My answer is yes.
2: Why is that? Why not? Look, look Especially, <laughs> don't I can see you, but they can't see you.
0: I know, I'm giving faces. I'm
1: um, here's what I think.
2: I mean, I'm normally a listing agent. I'm Correct. not really a buyer's agent that often. So right. this is from like a listing agent perspective. As the listing agent, I think you should have about two to three backup offers on your house. So I do want people to show for backup because I think like a lot of buyers, it depends on the house too, but like, let's just say an average house in a, a neighborhood that people like at a price point that's affordable, absolutely show for backup. Things happen all the time. Why? I just don't understand
0: why this is even a question. What percentage of the time do you think a deals fall through? I don't always do that. I don't well, know. Well, I'm just I'm curious about what your perception of that is because to me it seems pretty low, even in this market where people are pulling trigger too fast and having, you know, second no, thoughts. There and all was
2: that. One, well, I agree with you. I think it's probably low. And that's why I'm going from like the listing agent's perspective, from right. a seller's perspective. I would rather they have a couple of backup offers because it's it helps us negotiate. Inspections or or different quirks that run along through the process, you know? Sure. And it makes the sellers feel too that they are accepting the best contract out there. Mm -hmm. And it also gives a sense of urgency to the buyers like, hey, look, every other people want this house. So maybe there's somewhat of that. If other people want it, then I want it too.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: going for it. No
0: doubt. There is nothing better than as a listing agent to have a backup offer in place when you're going through inspection negotiations. (laughs) Nothing better. (laughs) Like you can just say, go suck it. We've got another offer. Take this house or don't. I don't care. Right? (laughs) I mean, I agree from that standpoint, that is nice. Now, often with multiple offers, you can just put one of those in backup. We're Mm -hmm. not having to actually show. I think the spirit of this question in my mind, because I do agree with you on that, but the spirit of the question in my mind was, if somebody calls me and wants to go see a house that is pending, do I show it? Oh, gotcha. So, I don't. I because I, I don't
2: have time. I have before. I, I call the agent and look, and ask them, like, what's going on with the offer? Does it seem pretty solid? Like, yeah, smart. Because I just know that things can happen. And yeah. a lot of agents... You know, or maybe not crossing their T's and dotting their eyes, and if what, I mean why not?
0: yeah, I think it depends for me if I feel like let's say I've worked with this client and I think, oh crap, this house was the perfect house for them, and it was it checked off all the boxes, then mm-hmm. yes, I'll probably take them to that. I'll encourage them to sit in the back up, but if we're just like part of like rolling through you know houses which I know you. Would discourage from anybody I would totally actually sure doing, that. but you know there's a reality to it. If we're doing that and people are, you know, hey, I don't know, let's just go see it, and it's pending. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I don't yeah. Know. I, don't
2: know, I think it, yeah, it's a hard, that's a hard thing.
0: Yeah, it does. But I agree kind of with
2: you. Like, yeah, you can make if you have multiple offers, it's easy to make those back up. Oh yeah, nice. that makes sense. I guess yeah. I really didn't think about it from that perspective, just because.
0: Well, and I know you're a queen of like efficiency with your time. You're not gonna waste your time. Right. So I'm surprised that, but I guess it does depend on which side you're looking at it.
2: Yeah. But I mean I was looking at it from a listing agent, like, yeah, show it. Yeah, sure, why not?
0: No. <laughs> if you're a um if you're a new agent, I don't know, how do you feel about this? You know, this is good practice. Get in there. Well, it shows
2: you some market. So if the, yeah. you could count it as some of your preview, if you're like a newer agent or you're in a new, if you're not a newer agent, but you're in a new market, you need to be previewing property Go like all the time. time. And this yeah. is a good way to do that.
0: Yeah. And then you see, okay, that house went pending in two days. I was in it. Oh, it closed for over asking. Okay. Now I get it. Yeah. You know, it's just part of that education process. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, and from a, just a little side tip on a lead generation standpoint you should be previewing property of houses that are even looking like the contracts it's been on the market long enough for the contract to, about to expire too yeah uh-huh true really that hard and then when you call them because when they expire you can be like yeah I know your house
0: oh we should do an episode of like tricks like that, that we don't think of normally. Like you want to be that last card in that house around the six month point. Oh
2: my gosh, we're going to have to make that like a private
0: episode.
2: <laughs> tricks, Like only shit. certain people can be on it.
0: Oh my gosh. Like there was an agent here in Cincinnati. I, I, you know her. She was famous for getting the other side of the deal's like taking that address and putting it into her database and starting market to them for the next five or seven years, however long. I don't hate her. That's I can't awesome. hate her either. No. Yeah. So I
2: think like, you know, when I consider what you're saying, like if I'm the buyer's agent and it's a house that I mean, if I feel like I'm wasting my time, then my answer is is no. Like you're not going to like it because you said
0: you wanted
2: two bathrooms, and this is only one bathroom, and there's no way. You know what I mean? Or like, it's it's not going to be a functional house for you. Right. Then no, unless there's some unless there's some reason to do it. Like, you know how some buyers they just need to bump their head a few times before Mm -hmm. they start listening to you.
0: Mm -hmm. And maybe this is that lesson. This is a
2: bump your head moment, Mm -hmm. baby.
0: Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. No, I agree. I think we actually kind of agree on this. It does depend on which which angle you're looking at it from as a listing yeah, it agent. it
2: totally does. I liked your points, but I'm not going to come all the way to your side. No, I
0: know. I know. <laughs> um, it makes me think though that as a listing agent, I will set that expectation with the seller that even when we go pending, if we get requests for future showings, we should go ahead and accommodate those because we're looking for that backup offer because it makes us stronger during inspection. Well,
2: and then also too, when you do that, well, I think there should be like a different status in the MLS because a lot of the MLSs, the ones I work in, they and I don't know how they all are, but the ones I work in, they say it's pending, like under contract, but accepting backup offers. And it's it's like a cultural norm that a lot of people don't show that there should be another one. That's like something that doesn't say pending that just says like contingency working through contingencies or something Mm -hmm. where it's more than culturally normal to show or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause you're right. Cause the status is pending. And even if it's contingency pending, you still feel like "Eh, it's off the market. Right. But it's was really something not because there's
2: so many contingencies mm-hmm. and a ton of deals. And I don't know the stats, but I'm sure a ton of deals fall through because of inspections. Yeah. So like, why not?
0: Yeah. Right. What if it said pending, but get your ass on in here because we're just not really sure about these people.
2: Well, then you can like kind of, <laughs> my admin is terrible. She never marks it.
0: Uh, another tip and trick from toe to toe podcast. You better, you better be careful. You get fined by the MLS. I didn't even say anything. Okay. All right. I hope they're not listening to this. That was Jennifer Murtland, M-U-R-T-L-A-N-D-E-X-P.
2: I think though, if you're, yeah, if you're not sure about them and this is all the more reason we did a whole pod, we've done several podcasts on communication, And I think this is all the more reason that we as agents need to talk to each other. It's got to be okay to call the other agent. You need to pick up your phone if you're getting phone calls, if you have listings, and have a conversation about the house, the clients, the situation, whatever it is, because we all have the same goal. Your client wants to either buy or sell, and the other client wants to buy or sell. Like, Mm -hmm. how can we get them there? Yes. Boom. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. All right. Are we, um, you want to go back to your
0: corner? I'll step back. Yeah. (laughs) Take a step. One step back.
2: We're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll have the final punches.
1: Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world exp realty tomorrow's brokerage today for more information or a private discussion go to the toe to toe podcast facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about exp realty
0: welcome back now before we ring the final bell Mertlin, can we expect to see some um extra rounds on this
2: um, yes, we have a tiebreaker right after this.
0: Interesting. Okay. Very wait. good.
2: And we also have a bonus um, session with him as well. Whoa. So stay tuned. Check okay. out our Toe to Toe podcast Facebook page for that little bonus episode.
0: Love it. Love it. All right. Uh, so your final thought in a minute. Well, I'm going to stick with the, from the seller's side- I think you should get
2: backup offers, which means you're going to have to show it for backup.
0: Okay. And for me, from the buyer's side, I say, watch your time, protect your time, don't waste your time. Says the concierge realtor. Yeah. Well, there, you can do both. You can be both. Okay. I mean, I've said notice to my buyers before. I just say, it's pending, it's under contract. They say, okay. <laughs> now, if they say, can we still go see it? You know, if they're pushing, I'll. I guess I'll think about accommodating them. (laughs) You will do it. Look at me. Look at me. I'm I'm showing up like Merlin today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. Do you think there was a knockout? Who do you agree with? Do you agree with Jen? Do you agree with me? Do you think we both suck? Do you like (laughs) us both? Like, what what are we dealing with here? (laughs) Please let us know and subscribe and like this podcast. It helps us uh, in our future attempts to help real estate agents across the country.
2: Yes, it does. Yes, and head over does. to our Toe to Toe podcast Facebook page for bonus episodes. And if you, have,
0: if you have something you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, think about that for a second. And please send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Because <laughs> we get our years. best ideas from people. From I know, our we've got some good ones. Yeah, we do. Cool. All right, Mert, always good to be with you. You're the best. See ya. Back. All right. So
2: I am with our tiebreaker today, Derek Tai. Hey, Derek.
1: Hey, how's it going?
2: Great. How are you?
1: Awesome. Thank you.
2: And uh, Derek is in Cincinnati with Now EXP. Welcome, Derek.
1: Thank you very much.
2: Um, and you are a tiebreaker for this question. Should you show your buyers for backup if a property is impending?
1: So, my answer is uh, yes, and here's why. So, first of all, I think there are a ton of deals that um, I'm seeing when they go into multiple offers right now. Buyers are actually uh, sometimes emotionally purchasing on a knee jerk reaction with a very limited amount of time. Right. And I'm seeing more and more deals go down because. They got excited in the moment. They felt pressure. They bid higher than anybody else. Right now, they're in a deal and they're finding some stupid reason to get out of the sale. Yeah, Um, I recently had a transaction that just fell through, three hundred twenty-five thousand dollar deal, and we sold it the first weekend on the market, full price. Buyer um, did a home inspection. They did not ask for repairs. They did not ask for credit. They just got a release, and so I pushed and pressed on the buyer's agent. I said, hey. Why did this deal fall through? And she's like, Well, you know, they just felt like they saw their inspector told them there could be potential mold in the attic and oh, they saw geez. some spots and stuff. And, and I said, Well, we're happy to mitigate it if there is. We're right. happy to test it. We'll fix it. The seller wants to do this deal. They said, No, we're, we're just don't feel comfortable with the house. So I do feel like there's a lot of buyers out there that are going to get buyer's remorse. And if I had a backup offer in place, I could immediately call that second buyer and say, Hey, here's what happened. Here's, you know, the whole story. Do you guys want in the deal or do you want us to put back on active status? So there are situations where, you know, you have like on one showing recently, I had 66 buyers scheduled for three days on one property. Wow. We had 14 over asking price offers and we had a full price over asking price backup offer too. And so it also as a listing agent and I was like great I got an offer and a backup offer and the the primary uh, buyer never did an inspection or appraisal they just bought it.
2: Oh. Nice. So
1: that was part but of it. But I agree
2: idea. with you but that's really more like market driven. So yeah. like what if the market is not like that? I mean this hasn't been going on that long, you know what I mean, yeah. a few years and we've been in it for You've been in real estate how long?
1: Uh 16 years.
2: 16 years. Yeah, so like What about a market that's not crazy? Do you still show for backup?
1: Well, I think it comes down to if if you're, especially if you want to build some comps. So if you've got a buyer that's coming into town, they really like a specific neighborhood Mm -hmm. and the only house that they like is pending. And the, the listing agent is allowing you to show the house for backup offer. Why yeah. not show it to your buyer? Say, Hey, we know a ballpark of what this house sold for. Now, this is a real comp. You're looking at another home in the neighborhood. Now you know what you can get for your money. Right. And you can help educate your buyer that way too.
2: That's true. That's a really good point. Hmm. I never thought about that. All right. Well, I like running these tiebreakers because then I get to pick the people that agree with me. So I won this one. Thanks, Derek.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm glad you coached me ahead of time on which way to go. on that.
2: One. Oh, nice. Real nice. I'm editing that out for sure. I want everybody to know we're gonna do a much longer interview with you on your business because you've, I mean, you're you've authored books, you've built teams, you've done you coach, you do a lot of really great things. And I think people can really benefit from hearing how you've built your business. Um, and I know people wanna know what because you were with Keller Williams for a long time and what made you move. So I want people to tune in. We'll be posting that in a couple of days after this airs and um hopefully they'll learn something from you i'm sure they will
1: awesome i appreciate the opportunity
2: all right thanks a lot derek
1: all right see you thanks for listening to this episode of the toe to toe podcast
0: make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available and we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes reviews and suggestions for future topics